book of 2 Timothy, second chapter. Here the Apostle Paul continues to uh, encourage the young Timothy in the Lord as Paul knows that his time is short. He is about to be offered up uh, and he's about to leave this world. And he has brought young Timothy under his wing, so to speak, and he became like a son to him. And he loved him dearly and taught him all that he, that he knew and was uh, very close to Timothy. Uh, and realizing that, that as Paul would leave this world, he would leave behind uh, others who would pick up uh, where Paul had left off and continue on, continue the race, continue the battle, continue to preach the word, continue to spread the good news of Jesus. That's the only thing really worthy of our lives uh, to spend our lifetime. And Paul had spent the last probably 30 years or so of his life when he met the Lord on the road to Damascus. He looked back on his life and realized that he had been a good soldier. He had been faithful. He had been true. He stayed the course. He fought a good fight. Hallelujah. And he kept the faith. And now there's laid up for him a crown of righteousness that the Lord would give him at that day. Not only him, but all those that love is appearing. Paul is saying, now await the prize. The prize is just ahead. So I'll leave. He's, he's saying, I'm leaving with you, Timothy. Encouraging words. It is said that this letter to Timothy, the second book of Timothy, is the last letter that Paul wrote at all. This was the last words we get from Paul before he before he died. So, he's warning Timothy and reminding Timothy of the things that he said and taught and of making him again aware of all those that, that, that are around him bringing in false doctrine, uh, trying to get into the church to, to bring in heresy and uh, false claims, false beliefs to lead the church astray, to lead the people of God the wrong direction. And Paul is encouraging Timothy, stay the course. Do as you have seen me do. Remember the things I've taught you. Stay true to Christ. Be strong in the grace of God. Don't let any man tell you any different. Don't let any man tell you that you're, you're too young or you're too inexperienced or you're, you're not fit, you're not worthy. 
Because as long as we lift up the name of Jesus and keep ourselves from what other men say and speak the words of God, we are fit and we are ready. We are that vessel that is fit for for the Master's use. How many wants to be fit for His use? I want to be fit for His use. I want God to look at me and say, listen, God is holy. God is holy and He's looking for those holy vessels. He's not looking for somebody that just spends their time uh, uh, parading around with, 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 with those who, who, who disagree and who doubt and who uh, you know, instill fear and, 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 and uh, confusion in the church. He's looking for those that are steadfastly looking to Him. Amen. So God wants us to steadfastly keep our eyes on Christ. Because if we do, we won't err. We won't go wrong. Amen. And Paul is leaving Timothy in, in good hands. Amen. He's leaving him in good hands. And you can't get any better than, than be in the hands of the Lord. So he, he writes to him in the second chapter. Let me just start. Uh, let me just start with verse 14. Of these things, put them in remembrance charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Study to show yourself approved to God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In other words, it's like cutting a straight line or cutting a highway or a road straight ahead. Amen. Dividing the word of God, laying it out. Uh, laying it out in... Uh, and, and getting down into the Word and understanding what it says and laying it on the like laying a uh, preparing a table with with food spread out across the table God's word is our food God's word is our bread and he wants us to he wants us to get in there and understand it so that we can rightly divide and rightly give out of what God has, has so graciously given to us. So he's telling Timothy, I want you to, to get in there into the Word of God. Keep, keep yourselves in the Word of God so that you can divide it rightly so that the people can know the truth. Because it's the truth that makes us free. It's the truth, it's the truth that, that, uh, that saves. It's the truth, praise God, that, that uh, makes all the difference. We don't want to join the, uh, the local club. We want to stay with Jesus. Amen. We don't want to join the local uh, the group. We want to stay with Jesus. Praise God. If you're, if you're alone, just like the song we sung this morning, if no one comes with me, I'm going to follow Jesus. Amen. We're going to give glory to Jesus. Is that right? I remember when Jesus healed the leper, and He healed him, and He come to Jesus, and He wanted to follow Jesus. Remember? He'd healed him, made him whole. And when he saw what Jesus had, had, had so graciously done, he, he begged him to let me go with you. Let me follow you. I want to go with you. Wherever you go, I want to be with you. Jesus said, no, you go back and offer up what Moses commanded as a testimony to them and show them what God has done. So what Jesus is saying, praise God, <clears throat> what he wants more than anything of our lives is for others to see him. Amen. God's, God's concerned about us following Him, and more than that, He wants others to see Him. 
If I follow Jesus, praise God, then if I follow Jesus, then I, wanna, I want to hear what he says and then turn around and say what he says. If you're not following Christ, you're not going to say what Christ says. If, amen? So what the Lord wants, he wants, in other words, he wanted that man to go back to the chief priests and the scribes and the, and the priests of the temple for them to see what God had done for him through Christ. He wanted them to know, praise God, that Jesus Christ is the great healer. He is the great emancipator. He sets us free. Amen. And I want you to go back and show them that. That's, that's important to me that you go back and show them what God has done for you. Amen. It's important for every one of us this morning to show the world what God has done for us. Amen. I mean, we can say with our mouth, but God wants us to show what He's done for us. He wants the world to see Christ and His work in our life. That's most important. And this is what Paul is concerned with Timothy. I want you to stick with it so that the world can see what Christ has done in your life. Just like you've seen Him in my life, I want the world to see Christ in your life. Hallelujah. What's more important? That's what's more important as a Christian, that, the, that people see Christ in our lives. Amen. That the world can see the work of God in us. Hallelujah. It makes all the difference in the world. Amen. It puts to silence the ignorance of men. It puts to silence the ignorance of men when they see what God has done in your life. Like Carlos's testimony, how he, when he was on those drugs and marijuana, and he was down to the bottom and living out of his car and brushing his teeth in gas stations and didn't have anything, you know, was down to the very under, underneath the bottom of this world. But when Christ came in his life and changed him and made him new, brother, people could see what God had done. So he put to ignorance the foolishness of men. I mean, he put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. He put to silence uh, those that would, that, 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 that would speak out against the Lord, uh, you know, that he can't do this or gods don't do those things anymore, or that I don't believe in these kind of things. But when they saw what God had done in his life, when those around him in his life sees what God has done in his life, it silences them. They don't have anything to say. They say, well, I don't know what to say about that, Brother Carlos. I guess, I don't know. I guess you know. <laughs> but they know Amen. that something has taken place. So God is telling us, praise God. He says, shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Amen. Don't, uh, you know, don't get in a heated discussion or argument with somebody because usually there's more heat than light. Amen. You get in a heated argument with somebody, there's usually going to be more heat than there is light. Amen. If you try to get in an argument with somebody about, about Scripture and about things, you know, that, uh, you, end up, you end up all heated up. Now, I got in an argument one time with a Jehovah Witness, and uh, and I thought, I'm just going to show her a thing or two. But ended up, she began to show me a thing or two. <laughs> And I'd, I'd say something, she'd come right back. I'd say something else, she'd come back two or three times back. And, and so I didn't know what in the world am I going to say to this woman. So he says, don't get involved in these foolish babblings and arguments because there will be no light come out of that. Amen. Some folks, you know, you just have to let them go. Just let them go another way. Amen. It's God that has to show men the light. It's God that has to show men the truth. 
said, all you have to do is stand for it and don't try to, uh, you know, don't try to, don't try to get in the ring. <laughs> don't try to get in the ring and fish fight the devil because he might whip you. <laughs> Just stay out of there, you know. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, people who talk about, for instance, they talk about, for instance, uh, doing works for God and, for instance, casting out devils and stuff like that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If, you don't, if you're not going to do what Jesus said about that, you better leave those devils alone because they might get you. Amen. <laughs> it's true. Amen. Uh, God wants us to be prepared, and He wants us to stand strong, and He doesn't want us to get waste our time getting involved in arguments uh, with other people about things. Uh, just be a light. Just be the light. And if they don't see it, then don't worry. God has to open their eyes anyway. If God don't open their eyes, they're not going to see anyhow. Right. So you're not going to make them see. You can't force it down. You can't cram it down. You can't say, I'm going to just show you. You know, it's not going to happen that way. God is the one that's going to cause it to happen if it happens at all. Amen? So therefore, all we need to be is that uh, be uh, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen? Uh, be true, be faithful, be honest, uh, and stand for the love of God. He says, Their word will eat as does a canker, both of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. So there's always going to be somebody around him who's argumentative, somebody who's going to disagree, someone who doesn't, doesn't uh, believe what the word of the Lord says and create their own philosophy, create their own uh, conclusions about things. Paul says, but you know the truth. You've heard it in me. You've seen it in me. You know what it is. So don't get involved in somebody else's argument about anything. Uh, Praise God. He says, stand fast. Hold fast. Uh, Don't let anybody discourage you. Don't let anybody uh, say anything to cause you to lose faith and to doubt because that can happen even even among older christians uh satan is always around somewhere trying to cast doubt on the word of god he'll bring somebody along to to say something to you and you begin to say hmm i wonder about that Hmm." and so first thing you know you begin to maybe begin to doubt or wonder about what scripture plainly says so as uh Children of God, we should stand fast, hold fast to the truth and not be swayed by the falsehood and false teachings uh, of the enemy. But here's, here's what Paul says in verse 19 about, about the whole thing. No matter, no, matter, uh, no matter what people may say, no matter what others may try to convince you about, he says, the foundation of God stands sure. He said, nevertheless. He says, nevertheless. Thank God for that word, nevertheless. <laughs> nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. You may, you may seem like sometime you're being assailed and being overcome by, by something. But, he, uh, you know, but be sure of this one thing. God's foundation stands sure. Amen. Know, Timothy, that what you believe is sure. Know that what you have is sure. It's absolutely true. Yes. Hallelujah. You don't have to doubt. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry about being swayed. Believe what I say, that what I've told you is the truth. Amen. 
Isn't it wonderful to know that you know the truth? Jesus said you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. Praise God. So we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid of anything or anyone. We know the truth. He said the foundation of God stands sure. Having this seal. Now Paul has laid the foundation. He said over in the Corinthians, the third chapter, he has laid the foundation. No one else can lay it. He said God has given me that privilege. I've laid the foundation and no one can lay any other foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. There's no other foundation. Hallelujah. I've laid it and that's it. God has sent it. God has said it. And that settles the thing. That settles it. If God said it, that settles it. Amen. If God said it, it settles it. So whatever God says, that's it. Amen. Believe what God says and you're okay. You can be sure. You can be strong. You're going to endure. You're going to be okay. I'm fixing to leave. And I'm not going to be around to encourage you and to be there for you. But you're going to be all right. Because you have the same word. You have the same sure word of, of faith and of grace that God's given to you. And the foundation's sure. You're planted in the right place. Praise God. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to fear anything. The Lord is with you. Amen. And He's not going to forsake you. You have the truth. You know the truth. Stand in the truth. Amen. Don't be afraid. Stand up. Praise God. And speak the truth. Amen. So He says, God has made it sure. And this is, this is His seal that He has placed upon it. That God knows them that are His. He knows them that are His. Don't be afraid of somebody that you may have doubt about. God knows those that are His. Those that are His know the truth. Those that are His grasp hold and hold on to the Word of God. They don't stray off to, to some other philosophical idea of men. Some wise man comes along. They stay true to the Word of God. They know the truth. Amen? And they're going to stick fast to it. They're not going to be swayed by, by falsehood and false doctrine coming in. Someone coming up with these, with these certain ideas about everything. He says, look, you know what I've told you. It's like Jesus telling his disciples. You know, he said, you know what I've said. And what I've told you is what God says. You know what I've said. And he says, furthermore, I know you. <laughs> and you know me. Amen. I know who you are. And you know who I am. And you know, that, you know that what I'm saying is true. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, truly, truly, I say unto you. That's what Paul is saying. Truly, truly, I've told you, Timothy. Praise God. And it's wonderful to know that you have the truth. Praise God. If there's things that you're not sure of, seek the Lord. Get in the Word of God. Seek His face. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for understanding. He'll give it to you because you belong to Him. Yes. And you don't have to fear what other men say to you. You don't have to fear what others are teaching or saying. And wonder whether or not, or what, well, did I, do I really know the truth about this? Or, or what they're saying is right? Don't worry about that. Because if you worry about that, man, your mind's going to be in a world all the time. You're going to be unsettled. You're not going to know what it is you believe. You're going to be, just, you're going to be like uh, the waves of the sea tossed to and fro. God wants us to be settled. He wants us to know, to be sure. First thing we know is that we know that He knows us. Hallelujah. Praise God. And you know what? A lot of times I say, I'm sure I'm glad I know the Lord. How many is glad you know the Lord? But more than that, I'm glad He knows me. 
Hallelujah. The Lord knows who I am. When Timothy ran across these teachers, he'd say, well, I don't know who you are, but I know who I am and I know whose I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know whose I am. And I know that he doesn't lie to me. I know that he's not deceiving me. I know that he tells me the truth and I know the truth, praise God, and I'm going to stand for the truth. This is the seal. The foundation of God stands sure and the seal is the Lord knows them that are his. He said, the second thing is, this is the seal. That means we have God's seal upon us. That means you can know for sure whose is God's and whose ain't. Hallelujah. Let those who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Hello? Jesus said, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. And I call them by, my, by their name and they follow me and they know my voice. Amen. And a stranger they will not follow. So I'm not going to follow these, these strange preachers coming along. I'm going to keep following Jesus. Amen. I'm not going to be worried about what it is I'm saying. I'm going to trust the Lord and I know that whatever comes out of this mouth is going to be his word. Amen. A lot of times as a preacher, I say, Lord... I'm concerned. He said, don't be concerned. He said, I'll give you the words to say and I'll, I'll praise God, don't even think about what you're going to say. I'll put it in there. Amen. You get in my word and read what I said and know what I said and when the time comes, you open your mouth, I'll fill your mouth. Hallelujah. When the time comes, I'll fill your life with my good things. Hallelujah. You don't have to worry about it. I'll fill your life with my goodness. Hallelujah. You don't have to worry about facing the enemy because the Lord in you is greater than your enemy. You don't have to be fearful of Goliath. If you meet Goliath, so what? Praise God. It doesn't matter how big your enemy is. God is greater in you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So he says, he that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. I know my sheep. They know me. They know my voice. Jesus said in that day, in the last day, many will come to me and say, Lord, did we not do all these things in your name? Cast out devils, prophesied. We did many things in your name. And what does he say? Depart from me ye that work iniquity. I don't know you. Depart from me ye that work iniquity. That word work is a progressive word. And it means they just continue on working iniquity. Some folks think they can just go ahead and live like the devil and serve God. God's people don't live like Satan and serve God at the same time. You can't serve God and the devil. So this is the seal. Those that are the Lord's, stand up. Those that are the Lord's, depart from iniquity. Those that are the Lord, depart from these men and these people who are trying to subvert the word of God, who are trying to say, no, what God said is not true. But stand up for the word of God and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Praise God. That is your seal. That is your assurance you belong to God. Don't give in. If you're going to give in to that, then you might not belong to God. Do you belong to God or don't you? Do you belong to God or don't you? So if you belong to God, you're not going to give in to that devil. You're not going to listen to that slew foot. You're not going to give in and say, well, you know, he kind of makes sense. I think I'll go along. That's kind of agreeable. That's kind of agreeable. He kind of makes sense what he's saying. 
Paul says, no, they don't make any sense at all. They're foolish. They're leading you astray. Don't be led astray by these men. Keep yourselves from them. Keep yourselves from these, he says, talking about the vessels of honor and dishonor. Keep yourselves from these. Keep yourselves clean and pure so that you will be fit for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. We are the mark. We are the mark of genuineness, God's mark. We are to secure and preserve the truth. He said, I will seal my disciples. What is your seal? Your seal is, I keep the truth of Jesus. Hallelujah. And you can't get rid of me. I'm always popping up somewhere. Praise God. God's people's always coming up somewhere. You can't get them down. You can't put them down. You can't stop them. You may kill them, but somebody else is going to come along. You may put someone down and kill them and and get rid of them, but God's going to send somebody else. There's always going to be somebody that's going to rise up and say, Thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. So don't you worry about it. Praise God. If you go down for the count, that's okay. God's got somebody else to take your place. (laughs) Hello. Paul says, I'm about down for the count. Nero's about to cut my head off. But praise God, God's raising you up, Timothy, to take my place. (laughs) And when somebody takes your life, God will raise somebody else up to take your place. And when it's all over, they're going to find out we win. No matter how many times they put us down, we're going to rise up. No matter how many times the devil overcomes, seems like he overcomes, he's not overcoming anything. God is winning this battle. God is going to win this thing. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus Christ prevails. The grace of God prevails. The word of God lives forevermore. Hallelujah. Let man say what they will. Let people believe what they will. What God said is true and it's steadfast. It is settled in heaven forever. God says my word is settled in heaven forever. Hallelujah. Jesus said my words will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. Hallelujah. When the devil got out here and started killing people by the millions over the centuries, he thought he was putting an end to Christ and the end to his end to his religion, end to the way that he brought into this world. But instead, they caused it to increase more and more. Hallelujah. The word of God prevails. Hallelujah. The word of God prevails. In a great house are vessels of gold and silver, but there is also of wood and earth, some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these things, from these he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, meat for the master's use, prepared unto every good work. That word meat means to be usable, to be fit. God wants us to be holy, to keep ourselves from this falsehood of the world. Listen. The Word of God, the Word of God, the Word of Christ 
is in a class by itself. It is above all wisdom and all knowledge in the earth. The knowledge of men, the wisdom of men. The word of Christ is foolishness to the world. But it is the wisdom of God. And it confounds the wise. And God saw fit that the foolishness of preaching, the foolishness of preaching, that's why I preach. Somebody says, you're a fool. Yeah, I'm a fool, all right, but I'm Christ's fool. Whose fool are you? Did you hear me? I said, I'm Christ's fool. Whose fool are you? <laughs> the foolishness of preaching. The foolishness of knowing that God said is the wisdom of God. It's foolishness to the world. But it's the Word of God that speaks to the soul. It's the Word of God that heals and opens the eyes. It's the Word of God that brings salvation to those whom God has called. God is calling God is calling by His Word. And it is only His Word, it is only His Word that can call and cause them to hear. We hear all kinds of words, all kinds of things in the world today. There's many voices in the world today. But when we hear the voice of the Lord, when we hear the Word of God, it does something for us that nothing else can. Those who can hear, let Him hear. Those who can receive, let Him receive. Those who can believe, let Him believe. The question is not, will you believe? The question is, do you believe? What has God done in your heart? What does the Word of God say to you? Hallelujah. What does God's Word, does it, does it lift you up? Does it elevate you? Does it speak to you? Does it give you an answer to your problem? Does God clear the air? Does He oh, give, bring light? Does He drive out the darkness? Is that what the Word of God does for you? Then God's calling you. Many people hear it and it just go, go on their way. Many people hear the Word of God and just turn the deaf ear and just go their way. Just go another way. They don't listen. But those who listen, are you listening? Do you hear? Hallelujah. Do you know? That's the seal of God. God knows us that are His. Praise God. I'm glad to know this morning that God has given me the understanding. And God has given us to know. God has given us to know the truth. Amen. And that therefore we know that we are His and that He is ours. Amen. He says, flee also useful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace. And I like what he said here, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. What he's saying here is, we're not just meekly following these things. This is, this, he, he makes a list here, righteousness and 
faith and, and, and what do you say here? Righteousness, faith, peace, uh, uh, charity. With those, everybody say with those that call upon the Lord. Hallelujah, have a pure heart. So it's not just a meekly following that Paul is really exhorting here. Meekly following. But it's a pursuing. It's a pursuing. Praise God. It's running after. It's diligently inquiring. Study. Meditate. Diligently inquire. Set your mind in it, Timothy. Set your heart into it. Praise God. Pursue the things of God with them. What's he telling him here? Timothy, you're not alone. Don't ever think as a Christian, say, I feel so alone and lonely. You're not alone. No matter what your situation is, no matter even no one knows about you, you are not alone in this world. That's good news. That ought to brighten up your day. That ought to perk you right up. Praise God, I'm not alone. There's somebody else out there with me. There's somebody out there who understands me. There's somebody out there who believes like I do. There's somebody out there that loves God. There's somebody out there who's in their heart is searching and looking for God like I am. And I'm going to follow these things. I'm going to pursue these things with everybody else. I'm not going to put them aside and say, well, it's just me. It's me and everybody else. Amen. We're not alone. It's like when we come to church to have service together. It's not just the preacher. You know, everybody goes to church and they look to the preacher as if he's the guy that's got the whole program. You know, he's, he's, he's the whole thing. He's not. He's just part of it. You're all part of God's program. You're all part of God's business, what God wants us to do when we come together. He wants us all to share with one another. That's why it's good to get up and testify. That's why it's good to get up and sing a song. That's why it's good to raise your hand and clap your hand and praise the Lord together because we're in this thing together. You're not alone, you're together. And God is seeing to that. God is seeing. It'd be terrible to go to heaven and not be nobody there but you. That'd be terrible, wouldn't it, Billy? Go to heaven and wonder where everybody at. Well, you're the only one here, son. <laughs> no, sir. It ain't going to be that way at all, is it? We're going to see millions there because that's God's plan. We're all together. He's got millions of people. Hallelujah. He's got millions of people. And you know what? There's some of them out there praying for you. There's some of them out there thinking about you. There's some of them out there when they get on the news say, Lord, please remember poor old sisters hooping little. <laughs> There's some out there when they get on the knees and pray and say, Lord, will you please help Brother Bob? Will you please help Sister Peggy? <laughs> Peggy and Bonnie, I'm sorry. <laughs> will you please help Elder Bob over here? <laughs> 
Will you please help my brother Carlos back here, Lord? I mean, you know, he's a great guy. And I love him. Lord, will you please help him, Lord? And just, I mean, you know, he's kind of loud sometime in his testimony. Will you please help him? I think it's wonderful. I think every time a man gets up to testify and he goes to crying or talking, you know, he gets all emotional and excited about what God's done for him in his life. Praise God. He's put into silence the ignorance of men. Amen. The foolish men. Amen. So the whole world is, it, 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 you know, God says they're fools. They're foolish. But you're wise. The whole world is perishing. But you're living. The whole world lies in darkness. But you're walking in the light. But don't look down on somebody because they're blind. Don't count yourself as better than somebody. But look at, look, look at them with the eyes of compassion. And love. And understanding. Because you were once darkness yourself. You were once lost yourself. You were once blind yourself. But now you see. Hallelujah. And the thing about God is He is so good. Hallelujah. That it causes us to say, let me tell you about a man named Jesus and what He can do for you. And if they don't hear you, Don't be angry. Don't be upset. Don't think of yourself. Well, I guess I, ain't, I guess I'm not, I guess I ain't good enough. I ain't saying the right thing. I guess I'm not. Uh, Lord, I guess I didn't pray enough yesterday. <laughs> I'm not what I ought to be. That's the reason why they're not listening. No, it's not. If you're of the truth, you know the truth. It's about the truth. It's about the truth. It's not necessarily just about you. It's about the truth. Why do you love? Why do you care? Is that the way you are? Ain't how you are. Ain't how I was. Ain't how none of us was. We care because He cares. We love others because He loves. We're concerned because He's concerned. Hallelujah. God knows who it is. I don't. You don't. But he says, let your light shine anyhow. Let all the world see. Let them see. Let them see what God is doing in your life so that they may glorify Him and say, of a truth, God is in you. Of a truth, something has happened in your life. Whether they accept it or not, whether they believe it or not, for themselves it doesn't matter. They know that something has happened with you. Hallelujah. Don't be ashamed. Don't, don't, don't be backward. Don't hold back. But give all you got. Be all that God says you are. And do it in love. Amen. Do it in patience. Do it justly. Do it rightly. Be all that Jesus is. Amen. Let Jesus live in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Timothy, I'm going to be gone from here, but you continue on. You've seen Jesus in me. Now I want to see Jesus in you. 
You've heard Christ speak through me. Now Christ will speak through you. They've listened to me. Now they'll listen to you. And if they don't listen to you, they didn't listen to me either. And Jesus said the same thing. He said, if they receive me, they'll receive you. If they don't receive me, they won't receive you. But you know the truth. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Who do you belong to? I belong to that bunch that follows Jesus. Who do you belong to? I follow the man from Galilee. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. People ask me all the time. They, they, they ask the question all the time. Well, I don't. Some lady at, at work, where well, Lena works, says, "Well, what kind of a?" Said, I, "What kind of a preacher is he?" <laughs> I mean, just exactly what it is he believes in. <laughs> what, what's a, what? What kind of church is that down there? I said, "You tell them I'm a Jesus man." What is my message? My message is Jesus. What is my song? My song is Jesus. What is my life? My life is Jesus. What is my testimony? My testimony is Jesus. I can't go wrong with Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't want to put a label out there. I put the household of faith because it's in the Scriptures. And I said, that's a good name. We'll put it up there. It is the household of faith. It's the household of God. It's the household of God. It's the family of God. You are part of God's family. That's who we are. We're not Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Church of Christ. No, that's man-made religion. That's denominationalism. Christ is building His church, and I'm one of those members of His church. Hallelujah! Christ is the stone, and I'm one of those little bitty stones He's putting in there. Praise God. He said, what's the Lord doing? He's building His church, and He's got lively stones. You know you're a living stone? You're not dead, but you're alive. You're living. And sometimes if you feel me moving around, because I need a little bit more room in here, scoot over and give me a little more room, praise God. I'm alive with Jesus. God is building His church. Living stones. Hallelujah. That He may dwell in us. I will dwell in them and be their God. And they shall be. It's the seal of God. Amen. How do I know I'm His? Because He's in me. And I'm in Him. I know Him and He knows me. And I don't want to join this crowd over here. I don't want to join no crowd. I'm following Jesus. I belong to Him. Amen. I believe every church most every church, I'm going to say everyone, probably most every church in America today has some light, has some little bit of truth. I'm not going to put down any church. I'm not going to put down anybody that belongs to any church. But what I'm telling you is this. If there's any light at all, it's Christ. If there's any truth at all, it's Jesus. God's not telling us to follow man, but follow Him. Timothy, I don't want you to follow any one of these guys. Don't listen to these people. Don't listen. Purify yourselves from these. And be a fit vessel for Him. Look to Jesus. Look to Him. He'll give you the words you need. He'll give you the knowledge and the understanding that you need. He is your wisdom. Hallelujah. He is your life. He is your reason for living.
He is your reason for being. He is your reason. He is the reason you have a testimony. He is the reason you have a sermon to preach on Sunday morning. He's the reason why you go out here and you talk to people about the Lord. He's the reason why in your life. Because He's real in your life. Because you know that He is. You know that He is. He told Titus, he said, I know your mama and your grandmama knew the Lord. And I know you know the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Jesus is real in your life. It's not because of your grandma and because of your mama. God used them to help you and to grow you up and teach you the right thing. But Jesus is real in your life. And you know the truth. Hallelujah. Don't be swayed by man. Don't be swayed by denominationalism. Don't be swayed by doctrines of men. Get in the Word of God. Study it. That means that God is putting you to the test. And you're going to come through with flying colors. That's what He means. God is watching you. He's looking at you. He's waiting on you. He's wanting you to get in there and hear what He has to say. Hallelujah. And that will set your mind straight. (laughs) Somebody says, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. Get in the Word of God, you'll know what to do. I don't know what to say. Get in the Word of God, you'll know what to say. Many times I said, Lord, what am I going to say when they got to preach? He says, you get your mind in my word and they know what to preach. Amen. I'll give you what to preach. <laughs> Keep your mind stayed on me and you'll have something to say. Amen. Worth hearing. <laughs> How many times have people got up and talked, 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 and they said nothing about one hour, still ain't said nothing. But if we get our minds and hearts in the word of God, we can say more in five minutes than some folks say all day long. That's right. <laughs> The Word of God is alive and real and strong and overcoming. It is the power of God. The good news, the gospel message is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Do you believe? Do you believe? Then you're on your way. You're on the winning side. Hallelujah. Don't get stuck over on the other side. Stay right where you are. You're on the winning side. Don't listen to that devil sneaks around the corner and gets, comes up behind you behind your shoulder and speaks in your ear. Don't listen to him. You're on the winning side. You're stick with Jesus. Stay in the center of the road. Stay straight ahead. Yeah, don't turn to right or left. Don't look behind. Don't look behind. Forget what's behind. Yesterday's gone. Amen. Look ahead. Jesus is ahead. Everything's ahead. He's not back there. He's right there. He's right in front of you. Praise God. Somebody says, well, what am I going to do, Lord? I don't know what to do. The Lord says, all you got to do is look at me. Just look straight ahead at me. I'm here. When the people got bit with serpents in the wilderness, when they was with Moses in the wilderness, God sent serpents among them and they were bitten. He said, put a, put, put a brazen serpent on the pole and everyone who looks should be healed. Just look. Just look. Timothy, keep your eyes on Jesus. I'm leaving you in his hands. I'm leaving, I'm leaving him with you. He's got you. But don't let your mind run to or fro. Don't get caught up. Stay right where you are. Hold fast. The Lord's got you. Don't be afraid. God 
hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but the power of love and a healthy mind, a sound mind, healthy mind. You're not ignorant. You're not stupid. You're not wrong. You're not following devised fables of men, but you're following God. I tell you, you are following the truth. Stand fast. Hold fast. Speak the truth. Be all that God says you are. Don't be afraid. God will cause you to have victory. He'll give you victory after victory after victory after victory. And you'll go from glory to glory to glory to glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody says, well, I don't know about this Christian life. If you don't know about it, you need to get saved. Because if you know about it, you know that you're going from glory to glory. You're going from victory to victory. You are blessed of God. No matter how hard the devil fights you or how big the battle gets, you are blessed of God. No matter how far down you may seem to go, you will always have that joy in your heart. You'll always have that peace of God that rules your heart and mind. And you'll never be afraid. I remember when David Coulter was laying in that bed, dying. He had cancer in his blood. What do you call that? Leukemia. I went to visit him in the hospital that last time. And he's laying there shivering all over. He couldn't stop shaking, sweating, dying. He's on his way out. And I went in there to cheer him up. And he cheered me up. <laughs> I went in there to comfort him. He comforted me. That's right. I went in there to give him a little joy. And when I left there, I was smiling because he was so joyful in the Lord. <laughs> no matter how far down you get. No matter what assails you in life. No matter what you confront in life. You belong to him. And that's every reason to be joyful. That's every reason to be happy in the Lord. That's every reason to have peace in your heart. Peace of mind. Contentment. Everything is all right. How you doing, David? All is well, he said. He said, all is well with my soul. All is well. Timothy, you're going to, man, you're going to meet it. It's going to hit you hard, boy. But just know this. All is well. Just know this. The Lord is with you. Why am I going through this? It don't matter what you're going through. Just know this. If you belong to Him, the Lord is with you. And what are your sufferings compared to His glory? They can't be compared. Whatever we go through with in life, whatever it is we face in life, stay true to His Word. Don't veer off to the right or left. Don't listen to these false prophets and false teachers. Believe what God says and hang true there. Be steadfast and unmovable. Always abounding in the work of God. Quit yourselves like men and be strong. Be a good soldier, Timothy, like I've been. The rewards, the rewards, it's unimaginable. You can't imagine the reward. Hold fast. 
no matter what you're going through in life. You belong to God. No matter what indecisions you have. No matter what complications arise in life. No matter what comes along that you have to handle. Be unmovable. And be happy. Yes. Happy about what? Happy in the fact that you're His. Right. Happy in the fact that your soul is everything's all right in my soul. I know where I stand. I know whose I am. I know where I come from and I know where I'm going. Timothy, you've seen my life. You've seen God work in my life and you know how I've lived and you know the example I've been before you. Follow me as I follow Christ. Don't be discouraged. I tell you the truth. Is this Bible true? Yes. Will you put your life on it? You better believe you will. You know why? Because you belong to Him. Why don't others see that? Because they're not His. He didn't come to save the goats. He came to save the sheep. Are you His? Have you heard his voice? Amen. Then don't be afraid of anything. You have all you need. And what is it you lack? God will supply. That's right. Timothy, you can face it. Don't be afraid. Don't fear your enemies. You're going to make it, son. Just like I did. You're going to overcome just like I've overcome through Him. He's your strength. He's your power. He's your ability. He enables you through Him. God has enabled us. He said, I'm not able to do this. Yes, you are. Don't ever say it. I'm not able to get through this. Yes, you are. God enables you because you're His. Inga, you will go get through. And God will bless you. And God will prosper your way. And God will cause people to come about you and come around you. And you will have loved ones and you will have neighbors and you will have brothers and sisters that you can share in the Lord with. God will provide that. Just believe that. You're not alone. Follow after righteousness. Just keep following the Lord. Just keep pursuing Him with those call upon the Lord because we call upon the Lord and we're with you we may be thousands of miles apart but in heart we're with you hello those of you that live in Wisconsin, Wyoming, Mississippi or Florida or Montana or halfway around no matter where you are in the world we are all with you in spirit hallelujah God's family is big God's household is big amen God has seen to that. Not man, but God sees to that. 
God touches the heart of everyone that He wants to touch. He touches the heart of men. He knits us together by His Spirit. That's when people walk in here sometimes, no matter where they're from. They walk in this little old place, and they walk in, I walk up and shake hands, and it's like just all of a sudden, just right off the bat, we're just knitted together. Why? God does that. It's the Spirit of the Lord. You're not alone. There are those who love God. If there wasn't nobody here on this earth, there's plenty of them in heaven. Hello. <laughs> How about that, devil? Ain't nobody around here. Well, God's got a lot of them up in glory. Abraham's there. Moses is there. Noah's there. Elijah's there. David's there. Everybody's there. And they're with you. Praise God. They are the witnesses that's standing around. Praise God. That, that, are, that are rooting for you and saying, come on. You're going to make it. Just keep on walking. We're with you. God's with you. And when God gets finished with this whole thing, when it's all said and done, He's going to perfect the whole thing. When we all get together, get together when we all get to glory. Amen. It's all going to be perfect. For without us, they wouldn't be perfect. We're part of it. Hello, did you ever think about that? What David and Abraham and Isaac and all these prophets and saints of old has, they're not perfect without you. They're not complete. What they have and what their inheritance is and all that God gives them is not complete without you being there. God is bringing everything together in Christ. Things in heaven and earth. He's going to bring it all together and perfect it. Completed. Right now, we are in spirit. That's right. We don't see it yet with our eyes. We don't see it yet. Uh, our salvation is complete. But we, praise God, in spirit we know. We're already seeing it there. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. That's right. Hallelujah. Timothy says, Lord, Timothy might say, Lord, if I could just see a little bit. Paul says, don't worry about it. You're not working by it. But you see, you walk by faith, son. <laughs> There's going to come a time when I'm dead and gone. You're going to say, oh, I wish Paul was here. What would Paul say? What would Paul do? So don't worry about it, son. I'm going to be right there in heaven in glory. And I know what's going on. God's going to know what's going on down here. And I'm part of what you're doing. So I don't believe that. You better believe that. Everything written in that Bible is part of your life. It was written by those that's dead and gone years ago. But they're part of your life. God made it so. If you could talk to Paul right now, he'd say, Has anybody down there preaching what I said? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he may be dead and gone, but he's still preaching. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying, do you? They may be gone to glory, but they're still talking. Why? Because they're speaking the words of God. And the word of God never dies. It never dies. The words you say today as a Christian. The word you say for Christ, the word you say to help, the word you say of faith and encouragement in the Lord will go on. And when you're dead and gone, one of these days, your, your, your grandkids are going to say, you know, I remember when Grandma said this. <laughs> your words live on. That's right. And does something to them. Why? Because it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. <laughs> the Word of God lives on. 
we're part of something very great. Timothy, you're part of something very grand and very wonderful and very great. God has started something here, and it's going to keep going, and it's going to grow like a vine. And it's going to stretch out its branches everywhere. They talk about Israel being like the, the, uh, the uh, olive tree. But Jesus said, I'm the vine. That's right. With a branch. We were once wild. God tamed us. <laughs> and now we're in the vine. Like a vine stretching out everywhere. And it's growing grapes. It's flourishing. <coughs> it's going to cover the earth. His word is going to cover this earth. As surely as the waters cover the sea, God's word is going to cover the world. And the devil, he's not going to be no more. He's going to fight and scream and kick and holler, but he's going to be no more. Your enemies are going to be no more. What opposes you and what uh, defies you is going to be no more. Hallelujah. Stick with it. Know that in your mind. Hold fast. God's got you. He got a hold of you. Believe that. It's not that I so much as I got a hold of him as he's got a hold of me. But if he's got a hold of me, I want to get a hold of him too. I mean, I don't want to be carried around by the scruff of the, of the <laughs> collar. Okay, Lord, you got me. He got a hold of me. I want to get a hold of him. <laughs> Whenever Jesus healed anybody in the Bible, what did they do? They come running to him. That's right. Bow down to him. They want to get a hold of him. Hallelujah. If God's got a hold of you, I want to get a hold of him. And I don't want to let go. He ain't going to let go of me. Okay, Lord, as long as you got me. <laughs> as long as you got a hold of me, Lord, I'm going to get a hold of you. I'm going to hold fast. He says, that's okay, son. Hold right there. Stand with me, brother. Getting late. I've held you too long. I'm bad about that. But the Lord's good. I said the Lord's good. Hallelujah. Some of you, some of you, have been praying and saying, "What am I going to do? Where is God? What does God want of me? Where am I going to go?" He'll show you. He'll teach you. You know, whatever God wants you to do it. Belong to Him, then you're answerable to Him, not man. We're all answerable to God. We're all subject to God. And we know. We know. Amen. And I'm content with that. I'm content with, content with the fact knowing that God knows. He knows all about it. And that He's mine and I'm His. And I don't have to worry about nothing. He's got it all in His hands. And if there's anything that he wants me to be concerned about, he'll let me know. Anything he wants me to pray about, he'll let me know. You know, aside from regular praying, he said, pray always. But if there's particular things I want you to know about, he'll let you know. Just keep on going. Just be cool. <laughs> Just be cool. Amen. Be cool and content. Cool as a cucumber. Amen. That's it. We used to say it all the time, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Whatever that means. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> I do know I like cucumbers. <laughs> but cool, let me. Father, I thank you this morning.
feel, Lord, I know right now. I don't feel it. I know it. Lord, that you are. Lord, you are opening our minds to more. You help us to see even more. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened in the knowledge of Christ. And it's wonderful to know, God, that we're in this place with you. It's so wonderful to know. So glorious and joyous to know that we're in that place with you right now. And we will not be discouraged, Father. We will not quit. We will not go back. We see our calling and election is sure. Hallelujah. Everybody say with me, Lord. I know right now that my calling is sure. You have made me sure, Lord. You have made me sure. And in that promise, in Your Word, I stand in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.